Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Welcome to the sixth episode of Crime Fighters: The Radical Journey, in which the police are trying to get at the truth behind a mysterious death. Zora Kasim was a young woman from a good family who carried out a suicide bombing in a shopping mall. Cadet Inspector Jude, who's also Zora's ex-boyfriend, has decided to go undercover. He's trying to infiltrate a terrorist group that's known to be recruiting disaffected youth. In the last episode, Jude managed to speak to Cecilia, an old friend from school. She is now the girlfriend of the group's leader, a warlord named Scampo. Jude also tipped off the police about his friend Bobo, who was about to carry out a bombing as his initiation into the terrorist group. Before Bobo could detonate the bomb, Inspector Brenda arrested him. At the beginning of today's episode, called Politics and Terror, Bobo is at the police station with Inspector Brenda and Mr. Cletus, the commissioner. Tell me, Bobo, there were more than a dozen detonators and even three grenades in the place where you buried the bomb. Why? I was only told to come and collect the detonator. Everything else was already in place before I came into the picture. Then why did you tell your accomplice that you buried the device yourself? You're lying. Uh-uh. Hmm. So, Bobo, this initiation test, what do you get when you complete it? I get paid. How much? I wasn't going to get the money directly. They were going to pay off my debt. I'd borrowed some money. <laughs> you seem like a very smart boy, Bobo. Why get involved with all this? Oh. <sighs> Tell us about the man you were chatting to in the cafe. Oh. He, he's my mentor. I only meet him online. Why on earth would you talk about planning a bomb attack in a public place like an internet cafe? I only had an online contact for the guy. Do you think I can afford internet at home? And I didn't think anyone could hear me. There's usually no one in that place. Certainly not cops. So how did your mentor get the ammunition and bombs to you? I told you they were dropped off beforehand. I had no physical contact with him. What's his name? Maga. Does he work apart from being your mentor? Yeah, I think he's some kind of banker. I'm not sure. Inspector Brenda, call in the sergeant and have him taken away. Yes, sir. Sergeant, please escort the prisoner back to his cell. This is the second threatening message I've received today. Sir, that was what I wanted to talk to you about. I got a message too this morning. It was worrying. What did it say? Inspector, I'm sure you love your job. If you want to keep it, drop the terror investigation and tell your colleagues to do the same. The past should stay the past. You won't beat us. Order! 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 
Mr. Speaker of the Regional Assembly, I'm still on my feet. Which is a Order. Order. The issue of security should not be taken lightly. Mm -hmm. It affects every part of our society. If families are in distress, nobody will be able to farm or transport goods. Order. Order. Order, members. It is because of all these issues, Mr. Speaker, and honorable members of the House, that I recommend that we adopt a new law. Uh, a law that imposes capital punishment not only on the terrorists who are caught, mm -hmm. but also on anyone found to be helping them. Yes, yes, yes. Order! 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 Order in the House! Honorable Speaker, I'd like to request that the Committee on Security Matters be given a mandate to work hand in hand with the police, Order. particularly on the current investigation. They should then report back to the House. This will help us decide what steps should be taken. Order. Order. Order in the house. We've said it over and over again, but I feel it cannot be emphasized enough. It's poverty and unemployment that are driving our youth into associating with these people. Unless these issues are addressed, and soon we are heading for disaster. Order. Order. Mr. Speaker. Order in the House. Mr. Speaker. I have an observation to make okay. regarding the earlier speaker's comments. Uh -huh. There's no way a violent criminal act committed by a terrorist can be equated with the crime of aiding and abetting. <laughs> order. Order. One person Mr. at a time, order. I strongly oppose any change in the law that would require those convicted of aiding and abetting to be sentenced to capital punishment. Objection! Objection, order. order! I disagree! Oh, shut up! Shut up, woman! Should you even be order on this topic? Hey, Mr. Speaker, I have objection! I will speak! It is my right to speak! So, Honorable Bumu, what's so urgent that you wanted to meet me tonight? Well, uh, Kasim, the Regional Assembly is considering passing a law imposing capital punishment on those who assist terrorists. So why are you worried? You just don't get it, do you? Do you also think that I made my daughter carry out the attack? The police have arrested two people who have confessed to being linked to MAGA. MAGA has been doing our dirty work for a while, financing the Sword Sages terror group with the money we give him. He also helps fuel unrest among the youth when we need it, during the elections, for example. Are you afraid of the police then? <laughs> Me? I even arranged for threatening text messages to be sent to them to scare them off. How could you do that, Bumo? They're investigating what happened to my daughter. We need to find out the truth. That's not the point, Kasim. The point is, once they get to Maga, they might get to us as well. We would be finished. So get him out of the country. <laughs> it's not that easy. Why not? Because Maga isn't just one person. It's more like a code name. We tried to get him out before you came into the picture. We thought we had got rid of him. But he reappeared again and again. And we had to strike a deal. Are you saying this guy, uh, these guys, 
are telling us what to do and not the other way around? Maga, whoever is hiding behind the name, is everywhere. He may even have friends in the police. Jude, I've been meaning to ask you something for a while now. Mm-hmm. What is it, Brenda? Zora, you've never talked about her. <sighs> Jude, I didn't mean to upset you. No, no, thank you for asking me. I do need to talk about it. You see, the two of us were fine at university. But after graduation, she began to change. In what way? I don't know. There was this strange look in her eyes, and she just became more and more withdrawn. When we started dating, we used to talk about everything. I wanted to ask her what was wrong, whether I could fix anything, but I just couldn't. I was too proud. I was afraid she'd say it was something to do with me. So what happened? I ended the relationship. Told her I couldn't deal with her attitude. She just sat there and stared at me. It felt as if I'd somehow confirmed something for her. Oh dear. But Jude, are you sure you can keep a clear head working on this case? That you're not too caught up in your emotions? I'm sure, Brenda. Don't worry. I'm sorry you are taking a risk by covering up for me about it. I'll come clean about this to the commissioner. And with Jude opening up to Brenda about Zora, this episode draws to an end. Honorable Kasim and his ministerial friend, Honorable Bumo, are worried that things are getting out of hand. How far are they willing to go to guard their reputation? Join us again next time. Meanwhile, you can visit our webpage, dw.com slash crimefighters, or join the discussion on Facebook. Goodbye for now. <laughs>